Prop Sessions is brought to you by Prop Media, who partner with agents to generate 50 exclusive seller and buyer leads every single month on autopilot. That's guaranteed, or you get your money back. If you're interested in trying out Prop Media risk-free, head over to www.propmedia.co.uk to book a call today. Cool. So... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Prop Sessions. Today, we have Barry on the show, who is a super successful real estate agent out in the US. He's going to talk to us about what he's been doing, why he actually moved out there in the first place, who he's with, how he's killing it at the moment. And all in all, we're just going to have a really good chat about the property industry. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Ed. It's an honor to be here. Um, I love what you're doing, and I was even put on to you from, from one of our agents there at EXP UK, who did a great interview with in London. So I love what you're doing. It's an honor to be here. So thank you for your time, and thank you for having me on. Awesome. Awesome. Likewise, it's a pleasure. And I guess, like, that's a really nice place to start, right? We kind of came into contact through uh, EXP, through, you know, similar people who we, we know that. Um, I guess that's a nice place to start, right? Um, how did you start out with EXP? What, why did you choose EXP? It's a great question. So without getting into my backstory, you know, I, I left um, the greater London area to move here to North Carolina, a place that no one knows, no one's ever been to, uh, almost 10 years ago now as we record this live. And I've never sold a home before, never in a property industry, although it was always of interest. So I've been loosely in the industry here ever since I moved here. I joined this little company called EXP, goodness me, just over two years ago now. And it's been, to say it's been a whirlwind is an understatement. So I joined the company because it gave me something I've never seen before. It gave me the ability to scale, the ability to do what I always wanted to do in this industry with my ignorant mindset on a big, big scale. And it gave me the opportunity for personal brand, which is honestly what I'm on a, a personal kick about right now. Amazing. And I, you know, I think that's such a nice thing to dive into because I think personal branding as a topic, yeah, I, I always say, right, we work with mostly estate agents in the UK, right? And I always say, look at what you guys are doing in the US because they're doing something right, clearly. And this is just really the direction things are, are just going. It's inevitable at this point. I don't, I think it's very hard to argue it's not. But um, I'd, lo I'd love to know, uh, first of all, you know, personal branding, right? How did you come across that? Because, you know, it's a, it's a phrase that some people hate some people love it some people hate it some people prefer to use reputation it's all really the same kind of thing ultimately but i'd love yeah. to know um how how you kind of came to learn about personal branding i guess and what kind of what your approach has been to it great question um you know and i understand you know the real estate industry here in america and the estate agency industry in the uk we loosely speak the same language we loosely do similar things but it is polar opposites and i think part of the reason just thought on a tangent the likes of purple you know why they came here to the US and why they came to Australia why they're not here anymore goes to show that it's more than just you know copying a model that's international and coming somewhere else it doesn't work you have to understand the culture you have to understand the demand and the supply and everything else but for me quite frankly it was the experience I've had in this industry not to go into it too long I started um, full-time in this industry with a, a big company here in America called Keller Williams who I know just a very small company in the UK and that taught me the good and the bad about what a large corporate entity does in this great industry and why they are so large and why they scale and everything. But then I left that company because I had an opportunity to go into, I would call it luxury real estate, you know, the high-end market where I learned all about branding, but from a company perspective, you know, what I was doing, I opened up an office about 104 steps from my personal home. It was great. But what I was doing 
you know, it was all about the brand, it was all about the company, you know, every sign had, you know, the, the owner's name on and all of this. So I learned from the, the large end about what, what the industry was like for a big, big company where you're just a number. Then I learned from a smaller boutique company the importance of brand, but on the company perspective, then I, I learned about this EXP opportunity, which really coupled in with the personal branding because I understood that every single home I was going to here in, in the States, you have to, you know, legally write out paperwork with the company's name on it. People were writing, you know, Keller Williams or, or the other company or EXP, and people had no idea who they were. They were coming and calling me because people were referred, you know, to me. It didn't matter who I was with. So then I really looked into, you know, well, personal branding, reputation, whatever you, you want to call it. They're just really words. Understood that that was really the importance, and I was getting the business because of me. Not to sound big-headed, but I was getting referred, and you know, sales that have because of me. It didn't matter where I was with. They were just kind of plugging and play partners. So I understood the power of that took that around with it. I have my own personal brand now. And I mean, I've not looked back since. So I know we're very, very different. I don't want to say far ahead because different companies, um, different industries, you know, in the UK and the US. But yeah, so just from my personal experience really got me to understand that really personal branding, if you want to call it, it is really what separates successful people in this industry to, you know, 95% of the rest of the people. Amazing. So you're, you're an agent, somebody who does personal branding well. If you're somebody looking at this who says, yeah, that looks great in theory. You know, I'd love to be able to move between companies and people follow me. But in reality, I have no, I, I don't know how to do that. Like, where do you even start? What, what could you tell somebody who maybe wants to start actually building their personal profile? It's a great question because, you know, when 95% of people are salaried and you have that comfort behind you, um, you know, it's easy and it's comfortable. And, and the moment you step out of your comfort zone is really the moment that you can see the true potential in this industry anywhere in the world. But it's not easy. I think you always have to, to look back at two things. You know, how are you getting your business and what's the success rate of that? Is it you? Is it your next? Is it your valuers? You know, and a whole process in between. But also, why did you get into this industry? Did you get it to leave at 18, you know, so you don't have to go to uni and you can just get into this industry and just work your way up the ladder? But look at where that ladder stops as well. Um, so it's a lot of different factors that come into it for me. It's really just reflecting for what you truly want to do and really how successful you've been in your business or more to the point your company's business and where has that success come from and where does it continue to lead? Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. So for yourself today, I mean, you've obviously been doing personal branding for a little bit of time, time now. <clears throat> have you seen the way in which you brand yourself change? Has it, has it been, do you have a process in order to do that? Is it something that has developed over time is there like a approach that you take to actually get your personal branding out there and you know in front of people yeah massively different as i've gone through to different companies and different processes and by the way i am you know an englishman here it is hot it is humid and i can't deal with the heat so if you see the shadows and you see me struggling that's just why um but when it's come it's come with the confidence which i've honestly got with the experience you know you can't get true confidence you know so when i was with keller williams uh, the first company you know the very first thing i was taught as you walk through the door is fake it till you make it i almost turn around and walk straight out the door because i know that's kind of the impression of why estate agents and real estate agents have such a bad reputation is because that's how it is but the true confidence comes with the experience and success and everything you've done but how i build my business now you know right now as i as i talk have the honor of talking to you i am at max capacity for the sales i can personally do I could sell 20, 30 homes. Here in the States, we get paid a lot better, and I wish 
conversation for another time. I wish people could raise their fees in the UK. And again, that just comes with a value proposition. For me, the personal branding and bespoke service one would offer as well. But I think social media has been a tremendous, I mean, ever since I really embarked on social media and more specifically video on social media about a year and a half, a year and three quarters ago, my business is, is just exploded to beyond where I can even do it. So now I'm just referring out business to other agents. So use what we have. I think people see what I do, um, even during these COVID times, you know, I'm gonna have my most successful year in business ever. And it's just through repeat business and referral business from people seeing what I'm doing mainly through the social media channel has not cost me a penny it's cost me a little bit of dignity cost me a little bit of time but nothing else and the power of social media which i know now the uk and many agents are getting into ebbs but as you and i know i mean it can transform your business if you do it strategically you offer value you do video and you do it consistently simple as that and that's so cool to hear that you've been able to explode your business using you know social media and things like video over the past you know year or or however long it's been i'm really starting to see that kind of hockey stick growth and it, and it's, it's interesting because social media is one of those things where it's free to use right if, if you could say if, if somebody came to you and said you know you can place a, a billboard on our on our bus or our on our space in you know in, in a city um it's usually twenty thousand pounds or dollars but you can do it for free today pretty much 100 percent of people would say yes right but yes they would but with, with social media for, for, you know, and I'd love to hear your take on this as to why I have my own kind of thoughts, but, you know, effect, effectively we have that same capability. It doesn't cost you anything to post. It's free to use. Of course you can pay, but you don't have to. Um, what do you think is the thing that holds people back from actually using the platforms to their, you know, capability or even just kind of taking that first step and diving in? Yeah, and I'd be very curious to get your thoughts after as well. And I know you'll give them because you're an honest chap. For me, it's as with anything, and I had the exact same, you know, it's that fear of rejection. You know, we drive the flashy car, so we get this persona and perception of, you know, we're successful. Even if that's not the case, you know, you want to be seen that way. Social media is, in my mind, I don't like it. I'll be completely honest with you. Personally, I don't use it. I just use it for business, LinkedIn and Facebook, and that's about it. But for me, it's that fear of rejection, the fear of not being seen as you want to be seen and perception, you know, I see it. Facebook in particular, but now LinkedIn's coming this way too, as people's highlight reel. In this industry professionally, you're not gonna see, you know, when someone's just lost business or someone's just fallen flat on their face. Typically, they're not gonna put that on there. But ironically enough, if they did that, they would be seen as more approachable and more realistic and it would actually generate them more business. But you have to see it as a free portal, and I know portal is the key word over there, but as a gateway to relate to people where people can see what you're doing, the successes, but really adding value. So I think that firstly, you know, most people in this industry, especially over there, you know, they're just having business walk in the door and they're not heavily incentivized to personally grow business. So when you're self-employed and you realize quite frankly, excuse my French, but it's your ass on the line, you know, if you're not generating business, you, you make no money. So I think the fact that you have to see things differently, kind of take a leap out the unknown, and see it as a way that you could be authentic with people, you know, remove the highlights, remove all the stuff that everybody else is doing, but understand what your unique selling point is and what your value proposition is. Add value, as uh, Christopher Watkins would say, become the digital mayor of your town, add value. And basically, I see things, if the shoe was on the other foot, what do I want to see on Facebook that's going to appeal to me to relate to someone to grow business because I like what they're doing? If you see things that way, quite frankly, it all comes back to the same. For me, it's fear of rejection. What are your thoughts, Evs? Really interesting. And it's funny, I was just looking at one of your LinkedIn posts, I think it was yesterday or, or this week, and it was, um, it was just a video, like a really, you know, casually shot video. And it was just, 
pure rain pouring down and I, right. and you yeah. kind of making a joke about um you know who wants to come for a meeting kind of thing right and it's it's so funny because I've just put myself in the consumer shoes because I, I was right scrolling through LinkedIn and then that's the thing that caught me right because one it was a, it was a really cool video but then also it wasn't perfect and it was just having a little bit of fun you know and I felt instantly more connected to you and like you said it makes you much more approachable um just by posting a little bit of reality in there um i think to your to your question you know to your point fear of rejection i think that is for sure it's one of the really big things that isn't just for stop people doing social media but probably most things in in life generally that's that probably is a whole other podcast but but for me it's i i think it comes down to fear as well but maybe the fear of other people's judgment. I think that that is something that really can, you know, it, it's innately, it's something innately kind of built within us, right? It's a survival mechanism. Um, you know, if you step outside of the herd, effectively, you're now unsafe if you're not traveling with that pack, right? And unfortunately, obviously, those fears just don't kind of go away in our minds. They do stick around. And I think today, that's what kind of one of the really big things that does, um, cause people to maybe not use social media as they could i think that's one part of it then then the other part of it honestly and i think this is just as important it's just people just not really having a roadmap for it or just not being sure what to actually do um where do you actually start because effectively you're giving a, a blank canvas right and as as you know the more options people have um the less likely they are to actually do something decision uh, analysis paralysis or whatever the absolutely well said the term well is so, so 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 for yourself so you, I'm, I'm i'm picking up a lot of like really good tips from you here you, you know you said experience really comes into it. once you've got that experience and you've got that confidence you're not necessarily faking it you're just putting out your raw self um if you had to you know if, if you were kind of starting back from where you did when you initially kind of started putting content out what would you, if you were to give, give advice to that person uh, a year or two ago, what would you tell them? Bloody do it. I mean, to be honest, you know, having a roadmap and, and that process is invaluable, but just bloody do it. You know, I remember my very first video was uh, probably a year and three quarters ago. It was an invitation for an event I was doing. You know, I had my phone, um, had it the wrong way. I had notes above it. I had no confidence, but I just did it and I put it out there. Now I'm no professional. You know, if you want advice on how to do social media, I would just give everybody to say, look at Ben Moore, look at Adil's Khan current series. You know, there's so many great ideas of people offering this value for free and generating business from it. In Ben Moore's case, you know, seven figure homes and listings. In Adil Khan's case, getting becoming a digital mayor, being the expert of his community. Uh, and there's so much in terms of the process. I think you hit the nail on the head. And I think the word raw is a really good one. For me, the way that social media is getting, it has to be authentic. And I think that raw aspect is so important. But at the end of the day, you know, you can have, and you mentioned it as well, paralysis by analysis. Easier, um, I never say that quite so well, but that's so important. Take the action, do it, just do something, you know, do it, put it out there or just record it. Do 10 of them and delete every single one, but get comfortable with doing it because take me up on this. You know, I'm a betting man, but this is the way the industry is going. You know, since we've come into the market, we've been very honored to partner with some of the top people in the UK and personal branding, whatever you want to call it, reputation, self-employed agency. This is the way the industry is going. Next five, 10 years, 
I'm not going to say it's going to be the norm, but it's going to be highly more recognized than it is right now in COVID in 2020. But Ebs, quite frankly, and you've seen this and you've helped people as well. You just got to do it. Pick it out, write down what you want to do, just take the action and, and do it. You, know, you just have to start somewhere. And the moment you just keep wanting to, wanting to, wanting to, and then someone else in your town and competition's already doing it, they have the head start. There's so many good ideas out there. So, you know, and you can just see others. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. But the one thing more than anything else, you just got to start. You just got to do it. Amazing. That, that, and that, that's such good advice. Just taking away the thinking element out of it. As humans, that's something we do a lot of. And a lot of the time that doesn't necessarily lead to anything. Just getting that first one out there, you can always delete it, right? And this is something that um, I, I, tell, I say to my clients, I say, look, um, they say, okay, look, we want to start building up our, you know, our, our personal brand within, even as a business, right? You businesses have their own brands as well. Right. And I say, great. Okay. Well, what kind of, uh, client feedback do you have? Um, we have some Google reviews I'm saying, okay, great. That's, that's amazing. You know, obviously it's good to have some reviews, but what's the next step from that? And now what we do is encourage all of our clients to actually go out and say, Hey, look, name like five, 10 people who you've served recently, who just absolutely loved your service. Great. You've got them now go and ask them for a video and actually absolutely. the power of that as a social proof. I'm sure, I don't know if this is something you've done yourself with your clients going and seeing if they'll shoot a quick video testimonial for you. I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on that after, but even then the power of that to grow through other people's social networks. Again, this is stuff that is, it's free to do. It just takes a little bit of effort. And it's something we've seen incredible, incredible results with because somebody else's story validating it rather than it just being yourself is just a way to even take that to the next level. I'd be curious to know, is that something you've looked at or, or done much of? Yeah. So I just want to pick up on the very last thing you said, you know, if you were to stand on top of the Empire State Building or Trafalgar Square, wherever it may be, and say, hey, look at me, I'm amazing, I'm the best. Or if you have a past client and a third party giving you that validation saying the exact same thing, what's going to be more, more powerful? So I think that point is exactly critical. That video um, review system, whatever you want to call it, I think is tremendous. Yes, I have embarked upon that myself. You know, how we do the industry is very different. So, you know, you also get compensated for working with buyers here, helping them buy a home in addition to so selling homes. So there's different entities to utilize video. Actually, two days ago, I utilized something, just a prime example. So I think the reviews are great. I also tell a lot of my agents that is an absolute way forward because quite frankly, here in this state and mainly in the country, nobody does that. So no one does that here in the UK. It's automatically going to put your streets ahead. And there's also other ways to utilize video. A couple of days ago, I was working with personal friends of mine who were looking to buy a house. It was a multiple offer situation. The offers are very, very similar, although we don't know. We just told that because you don't know what the other party's doing. So I said, hey, you know, no one really does this, but shoot a video, just speaking to the buyer, uh, the seller directly, shoot a video, just a little explanation of who you are, why you're really thankful for the opportunity. And long and behold, they got the offer and, you know, we're moving forward. So it's just utilizing video in a different way. Personally, I think having those testimonials through video is such a massively underutilized tool which is going to, I think it's a tremendous opportunity. I don't utilize it probably as much as I should, but I think it's one of the best video ideas I've even heard this year, to be honest, Ev. So if you're telling people to do that now, it clearly shows the validation of why people should really listen to you more because you know what you're doing and you're helping others and they will see the results from that. Amazing. So with, so with, with video, it sounds like, you know, you've really delved into this in not just, 
making videos yourself, but other ways it can be used. I'd be really curious to know in, in your market, how, what are some other ways that you're using video? So for me now, what I'm doing is, have you ever heard of um, a platform or system called BombBomb? Uh, I haven't actually, no. Okay, it's a silly name, but what it is, it is it's a paid system. Now with eXp here in the US, we actually have a partnership where we can actually utilize it for free. I decided to pay for the software, you know, three weeks before that partnership was formalized, which is fine. The concept is, um, you know, you can record a video, you can upload it to this BombBomb system, and you can send that via text to anybody directly, and it's a video. Most specifically, how I use it personally, you can do it through email, so it doesn't go to the spam folder, and you can see who opens the video, you know, and it's a, a, however you want to do it. It's a video, you click play, and quite frankly, it opens. You can see who, who opens it, the amount of percentage that they watch of the video, so you can track your results. And for me, it's been tremendous, you know, just a weekly update or a monthly update, hey, interest rates here are so low, or hey, I have this home coming on the market, whatever it is, I always make sure it's me, not to sound ignorant, but I am my personal brand and I'm offering value to people. And now I'm a big enough base and name to people know, you know what I'm doing and what I've done. So I just utilize that on a personal level for me to reach out to 40, 50 people at the same time, or even more um, specifically and strategically, if I have a um, you know, evaluation or in my case, a listing appointment coming up, I know who it is, you know, I'll, I'll shoot them um, a video the day before, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you know, can't wait to see you tomorrow. Just wanted to give you a couple of bits of information that may be very helpful ahead of time. So I, you know, I'm the oldest millennial here in North Carolina, I'm pretty sure about that. But I don't really send text messages anymore. Everything I do is an audio note, a video message, because I believe it's easier to convey myself that way. If someone can see you on video, you've already set the expectation that you do what no one else does. Fortunately, in my case, I've built the reputational personal brand for people to know that. And I'm just kind of, helping the process all the way along. So I have a, I guess you'd say a process, a structure to really utilize video in every aspect of my business to help people to get to know me and for me to really, you know, they can see my eyes, they can see me and get to know I'm authentic and helping them with the process. So as much as much as I can really utilize this video apps right now, I'm pretty much doing it almost in every part of the of the system, especially through COVID, it's been tremendous as you can imagine. That, that's really, really interesting. We, cause I, I use something called Loom, which is basically a screen recording thing where you talk over it, right? Really simple. But just, just so I might be a little bit too technical for this, but I just wanted to understand, is that something where you could record a video and then it will effectively send it to whatever list you put into the system? Or is it something you would put out yourself individually? Yeah, so just to go one step further into the process, you know, the best uh, investment you can make on video is even just a five pound microphone. Buy it from Amazon, click on, because the audio is tremendous. 100% of the time, please invest five pounds in yourself, maximum. Um, so I record a video. I also have one of those alarms, uh, gimbal or equivalent. I record a video. I have an Android, not an Apple. Apple has some tremendous editing software. I downloaded an app called InShot, and I can edit videos through that. I have a little outro video as well. I'm pretty proficient at this now. So, you know, it'll take me about 30 seconds just to top and tail. I just do one take typically, um, put that in, then I upload it through the app to this BombBomb software. And then I'll come onto this device, which is my laptop or a computer, whatever. And then I have specific lists through there, which I can just, you know, put sent to one group or add individuals. So it's a little process, but really in five minutes, if I recorded a two minute video now, within 10 minutes, it would be on the inbox of who, who it needs to go to. Much like personal branding, much like video, comes with confidence and time, but it's been tremendous and it's definitely helped my my business because I'd much rather you know, record one message and send it to 50 people and have the exact same flipping conversation 50 times when really it's just one video that's needed. 
agents listen to this, I really, really hope you just took notes on that. That was an absolute amazing piece of advice. And actually, I'd be curious to know, is, so w- with, that, with that system, is this something that you have emulated? Is something that you've been taught? Like, how did you even come up with the idea to say, you know what, I'm using video now, but actually I'm going to use it in a completely different way to just directly communicate with lots of people in one go? That's a really good question. Um, I I always like to say the phrase, don't reinvent the wheel, but what I'd be very honored and humbled to do in this whole industry globally, I've kind of gone outside of that that logic, but I heard about this piece of software from one of the top agents in the US, who actually ironically enough is a fellow EXP agent out in San Diego, California. I was watching, we have so much training, 70 hours a week in our our virtual world, and I'm pretty busy, right? saw a recorded YouTube video he did about training and he mentioned the software and how it's been tremendous for his business. I didn't go into the specifics. I just looked at the software and found, wow, okay, so I'm using videos and just figured out a process. You know, it is powerful and it took me long enough to figure out, you know, if I can do one video for 50 people, it's a lot more time sensitive than doing the same conversation 50 times. So I just kind of deconstructed my process and figured out what's working in this industry for everybody, what's worked specifically for me, because I believe my value proposition is very different from everybody in the town around here. And took some time, worked on bits and pieces, nothing's perfect, and you're always trying to perfect your process and improve it, and just kind of merge the two together. And it seems to be working now, but I'm always trying to evolve and, and figure out ultimately how I can add the most amount of value for people to help them, and, and that will naturally just lead to business. My, my biggest challenge in this industry, Ebs, to be honest with you, I've spent way too long focusing on the result and not focusing on the process. The moment I changed that and focused on the process, on the system, ironically enough, the results came. So it's just kind of changing my mindset and utilizing what works, putting together a system, and just trying to see kind of the evolution from there. That, that's so interesting. There's so many points on that I could go back into, but I want to I keep rolling just so we can yeah. get, you know, because this, this advice really, really is killer. And I, I know this is going to help a lot of people. So where you are now, so really things have really, really started to kick off for you. You know, video, personal brand has been a, a big player in that. And then you're now at a point where you're, you're pretty much at capacity. As you said, you're referring business to other agents. So what's the next step for you from here? Where do you go from this point? Because you're in a pretty rare position, probably in the top percentile of a percentile of agents out there. How do you then transition this? Do you want to grow this thing? What, what are your plans for it? Really good question. Um, and the last two years since I found out about this EXP company and joined, it's actually completely changed my transition for what I want to do in this business. Um, you know, I could, and anybody can really, you can go it alone. You can you know, be part of a, a corporate company and you can do whatever you want to do, but that, that limit and you know, it's only so far you can go, you know, going it alone is great. Much like my video idea, you know, I'd much rather be successful with, with 50 people that then be successful by myself. I like that collaboration. And at this point, I'm quite frankly trying to lead by example. I can't kind of tell you now, but I'm going to be, I've been very fortunate to be interviewed by, by this national or international magazine, which just trying to figure out which will be coming out soon, which explains the process and what I'm doing. I mean, I haven't been in this industry for as long as most people, but I've been very humbled and very surprised um, that, that everything's going very well and my success has been really humbling is the only word I'm very grateful for everything I've received and continue to so I'm just trying to offer kind of a hand and say hey listen 
this is me, who the heck am I? If I can do this, let me help you. And unfortunately for eXp, it gives us a tremendous platform where I can do that with people around the world. So I'm just keeping with everybody I'm working with, with my local community here of Davidson, North Carolina, um, just trying to do as much as I can within the community. You know, my sales, I try and keep as local as I can, but I'm really just trying to say to people that personal branding is what will give you the confidence to transform your business to whatever you personally want it to be. And let me, you know, look at what I'm doing. I'm not perfect, but it's working. So let me help you. So I'm just really trying to offer a hand and, and help as many people as I can around the world to do the exact same thing and really just tap into and unleash the potential of what, if they have those high level aspirations, what they can truly do in this industry. Amazing. Really, really excited for that interview to come out. You have to, uh, I'm sure I'll probably see it anyway, but you've got to let me know when that comes out. We uh, share that with everybody. So that's, that's really interesting to hear. That's not what I was going to expect you to say. So transitioning into helping people to do what you've done, obviously you've, it's interesting that you said about, you haven't been doing this as long as, you know, some other agents. And it's really interesting because in a lot of ways, that's a really big advantage because Things have, things have changed so much in this industry in a sense, you know, you're not necessarily bound by certain ways that things used to be done, which is, a, which is a, something that I help agents overcome a lot of the time when they've been doing something for so long. It really can be a big hurdle to then say, okay, look, this is probably the way things are going you know, here's the steps to then start moving into this. How do you do that, Ebs? Because everybody's so different. Everybody's stuck in their own ways. I was the same as well. But, but how do you find that conversation normally goes? Typically, there's a hurdle or a mindset to overcome. So how do you find that in those conversations? Yeah, and honestly, it's, it's probably one of the, the conversations I've had the most with, with, with hundreds and hundreds of, of different, you know, state agents and, and, and real estate agents, to be honest. And, and, and it, this is something that I learned a long time ago. It really is that, and it's a, it's an old saying, actions speak louder than words, right? It's very, if you know, something works, it's, you know, of course, if you're a person like yourself, who wants to help people, you know, I can definitely resonate with that. You want to go out and help people and you want to tell them how to do it. And I'm, 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 I don't even have to ask you this. I know this for a fact, but you would have told people, you know, your formula for success, how you've done it, probably given them way more than they could have ever paid for to get. And they've probably done nothing with it, right? They've, I'm sure, I'm sure some have, but a lot of the time people just don't necessarily act on it. And what I've found is that leading with examples and results, and I guess, you know, the whole testimonials and social proof does tie into that really is the most powerful way to kind of cut through those limiting beliefs. And once somebody has just seen pretty much the same thing you've been saying for an extended period of time, but if they've just seen it in a slightly different way or it just relates to them a little bit differently on that day, that can be enough to tip them over the edge. So really what I think it comes down to is just being consistent with your message and just constantly just little tweaks here and there, you know, doing things a little bit differently this time, a little bit differently that time um, until the, the message finally gets through. Look, ultimately one thing I have learned is some people don't want to be helped and that's totally fine. It's, you know, it's, it's something that you kind of learn over time, right? As I'm, as I'm sure you have, it's definitely not for everybody, but um, that's what I've kind of noticed. And I've just noticed the more we've, from my point of view with prop media, the more we've just stayed in our lane, done what we've done, led by results. And we can show people, look, this is how it's working. It's a lot easier for them to just kind of get. And I guess with you, right you've the nice thing is for you you've got the track record of things being pretty public with your personal brand it's, it's interesting also to hear you say 
that you don't really like social media. I personally dislike dislike it, even though it's my my business more or less. I don't have don't have any of the uh, you know the apps on my phone or anything like that. I get in there for business. I get out. I even outsource some of it to my team now. Um, but, but 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 yeah, ultimately it is a tool which either you know, you can use or it can use you. And I, you know, I know, I know which side I don't want to be on. I've been on that side for long enough. Yeah. Um, same here. But, um, but no, that, that, that's super, super interesting to hear. So I guess just to, just to kind of round up, you know, we've really gone into, we've got so many points on, on personal brand and there's so many golden nuggets. I could probably chop this up into 15 mini, mini video lessons just to kind of, you know, with yourself, I guess, just to end up, if there is anything you want to end up with, you know, I'd, lo- I'd love to kind of hear if you have a message or even just kind of talking a little bit about your, your future, you know, expansion and I guess the next phase of your, your career with, with what you're going to be launching. Um, I'd just love to hear a bit about that. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. You know, the one thing I would say, you know, I don't believe in you know, having any regrets, you know, and if I would have spoken to myself earlier on, even three years ago, you know, working for a very successful company locally and, you know, selling seven-figure homes, a couple of eight-figure homes and learning that, hey, it could be more about me, I'd, I'd put myself in a corner and say, well, no, it isn't, you know, it's actually the company and, you know, this is the print material, you know, social media is okay, but again, it's very difficult to, to preach something you don't know, so I, if I could speak to myself three, four, five, six years ago would be a very different conversation. Um, at the end of the day, much like video, you know, you just have to take the action, whatever that is. I mean, for me, it was kind of self-reflection. You know, so as I speak to you right now, I'm spending more time with my young family than I've ever done. I'm also making, as a byproduct, more money than I've ever done. It's just because I'm focusing on the results and helping more people here and selling more homes. It all comes together. But I've been very humbled with that, you know, and I could just keep selling. I could sell more homes. I could spend less time at home. I could make more money if I want. But it does come to a point. I got into this industry when I moved here. That wasn't a reason I moved here, but I got into this industry to change the industry. The reputation of a real estate agent, the reputation of an estate agent is not a good one, fairly justifiably so, in my opinion. Here in the US, you get paid extremely well. As a real estate agent in the UK, I think you should certainly up your fees. But again, that comes with confidence in your bespoke service. So I got into this industry in one little market, one little multiple listing system, in one little town in North Carolina to do big things. And, you know, now as I speak to you, I'm humbled to be partnered with well over 150 agents, five countries, 11 states, and we're all in this together. And and that together factor is, is amazing. You know, to partner up with the likes of Adam Day, who probably got into this industry when you were born, to be honest, Ebs, in about 1999, it is is a yeah, tremendous thing. Yeah. And, you know, I never thought just as one agent I could do such big things. But sometimes just the personal branding is just a massive piece of that. The confidence you get from partnering with the right company and just kind of looking at what your ceiling is and what you want to do. A lot of self-reflection, self-evaluation. The one recommendation I would have every single morning, subject to change, I go, you know, get up, get my uh, three and a half year old toddler up and we go and you know, I take him to his preschool, I go home. In this case today, it's here, but I have a cup of coffee. I have a notebook blank with a pen, 15, 20 minutes, drinking my coffee and just seeing what comes to me. I know it sounds cliche, but the amount of good ideas I get from just stopping and not doing and not being on the phone and not being on social media, that has been another very big piece that's transformed my business. I've been doing this for three, four months. And again, just the video content, the, uh, the clients that pop into mind, the ideas, sometimes just stop. That self-reflection process 
is so valuable. And I definitely didn't do that many years ago. So if we were all, everyone in any industry, just able to just stop and reflect 10, 15 minutes a day, you would be amazed by those ideas that come to you that will propel your business forward. So just kind of some honest, open and candid thoughts from me. I, I really appreciate that. And you know, it's something that really isn't talked about very much in this industry. Um, you know, the kind of intangibles, the things that aren't directly, well, seemingly directly related to moving your business forward. But oftentimes it's, it's those things that really do make the most impact, right? And it's actually taking a step back, giving some space, right? You know, what, like what in your calendar, you know, we were talking before this, you know, saying what we've got on for today and the next couple of days. And we both have, you know, pretty busy, busy schedules, but you know, do you have, I guess it's a question to the audience, you know, do you have 10, 15 minutes a day where it's just set, even if, even if, you know, journaling, if you say, you know what, journaling's not my thing. Well, fine. That, that's absolutely fine. Do you even have 10, 15 minutes a day just to kind of sit there and be still and just let your brain just see kind of what it comes up with, you know, and it's, it's interesting where we've just come out of August, you know, holiday season, everyone's going away speaking to lots of lots of people on the phone you know how was your holiday oh, it was amazing you know we got to sit on a beach and and being quiet and it was just oh now it's back to reality and now it's busy again well actually you know i think you just perfectly illustrated that you can have that every single day and it's it's so amazing to see a living example of just by by giving yourself that 10 15 minutes how that's actually translated into a real tangible result and yeah i guess i'm just giving giving some props here that's that's amazing to see well that's kind of you thank you you know the, the one thing i would say you know two years ago you know when i wasn't confident of myself and, and read my results i wouldn't say that out loud i'd be like well that's a bit like you know foo-foo so i wouldn't say that out loud but when you truly realize it makes a massive difference and you'll realize you know if you, you know i like reading not as much as i should but you know you know, Richard Branson are very successful people and if you actually look they're very similar pieces of the success level of everybody of what they do and a lot of that is more time to rest and to relax and to reflect and you know it doesn't have to be pen and paper but just stay still if you looked at and the great thing with technology now you know we can all track our social media usage and our phone usage if you look at the amount of time that whoever is on Facebook delete that by 15 minutes 10 minutes even five minutes whatever it is doesn't you know, have to be writing but just stop the reason, you know, that the brain is the most powerful tool we have is because it can take us places that, you know, technology can't, but we're so ingrained with being connected. You know, that connectivity is a great thing for business, but what's really going to grow your business and that connectivity is actually just disengaging from it. And again, I wouldn't have said this two years ago. I didn't have the confidence to understand that, but seeing this in person is unbelievable. My number one biggest advice as I am sweating my, you know, what off is don't move to a place if you can't deal with heat. That's my number one piece of advice. That's all I need to say. <laughs> Brilliant. And you know, it, it's interesting to hear you say that actually you're taking that active time away from social media. Let, yet at the exact same time, it's, it's the one thing or one of very few things that has really helped propel your business. So I'm curious to know on a, on a day-to-day -day basis, how do you navigate around that? You know, knowing that, you know, you're going to be spending time on social media to grow your business. Yet at the same time, you probably want to limit that social media usage time. What's your approach been to that? I now, you know, and I hate using the word busy. I've always been busy in my life and I don't think the word busy is actually utilized correctly, you know, being productive. So if you looked at my schedule, if I shared my, my Google calendar here with you, much like yours, you know, it's pretty much wall to wall, um, day to day business wise. Now when I shut off, 
for work so I can spend time with my family, that is my priority. But there are some cases I need to go around that. And we have that relationship where we understand. But it's just, and I'm not a structured person. So trying to be structured is, is pivotal. So I just try and really go by my calendar. So in that morning, I know from 8.45 to 9 a.m., 8.30, whatever it is, that is the time where I will just do nothing. Phone's on silent, it's inside, you know, I'm outside of my garden, or in this case, the coffee shop, and that's what I do. Um, and then I try to be more structured with, hey, you know, I'd love to say I put a post on LinkedIn at 3 p.m. I'm not that way. Uh, I'm that bizarre mind. I have a book of ideas, which I always add to, but otherwise, just whenever I have the right idea, I'll put it on there. But remove your notifications on your phone, you know, from LinkedIn and Facebook, the little things that will pique your interest as much as you can remove the distractions. Much like you, I would love to say I don't have LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook on my phone, but I do. That's how I upload it. I mean, if, if it takes you removing those from your phone, tremendous. So for me, I just try and remove as many distractions as possible. I utilize the messenger features more than I would the, the news feed or, or, or the public posting. Because again, I believe in this industry, estate agency, real estate, it's all that personal connection utilize the messenger and again i use that through video and audio messages as well because nobody does it it's just a great way to connect with people so the it's a long-winded answer to a great question but the long-winded answer is just try and remove whatever you have to personally do to remove the distractions that that is what's gonna gonna get you there to be structured to put the content you need to to build your brand to build your personal brand to build your business but also not to be on it for you know sidetrack for 30 minutes or an hour a day in addition to your already busy workload you know, it's, it's interesting, I'm, you know, we always will take whatever the path of least resistance is. And if that is yeah. notifications on and checking them every five minutes, that's what it will be. If it's yeah. notifications off, then I, our default will just be to do what's ever in front of us, right? It's, it's, it's super interesting to you say that. And I'll just, I guess I'll just end on this, just to kind of bring what Barry's saying together, you know, about what he's re really like sharing his own experience here but also really sharing nuggets of, of real success in leveraging you know modern ways of communication we actually came into contact on linkedin and he sent me a voice message and instantly i was i was caught off guard because i virtually never receive a voice message and that's what led us to be here today right now and if he didn't do that you know who knows maybe as, as we all do, we all get lots of messages and emails and texts. It may have just got lost in the list. And, and that's the reason we're here today. And that's one of the reasons for his success in his own business. So I think that really just nicely illustrates the point that he's making here. And, and you know, it's something that we could all kind of take away from that as a real tangible thing. So we can go in action right now today. Um, and it's something that's very, very simple to do at the same time. So there's my challenge for you guys. Go away and take some of these points action them in your business get the results and let us know like let us know how it's gone and uh, yeah we'd love to keep the conversation going couldn't agree more and Ed's quite frankly it's your audience and I you can never tell someone what to do but I would truly hope that they listen to you um, just to be completely honest it's funny I, you know, I didn't realize that the audio message was what got us in, in conversation or at least I didn't recall because it's just part of my process and again the moment you focus on the process to set you apart and to succeed to the level that you want to you know the results will come as a byproduct but i appreciate your time Ebs. you know what you're doing again you know has been tremendous i love your interview with with simon uh, simon taylor and i love what you're doing and trying to be a big change in this industry i think we all see it even those who want that part of most resistance um change is coming 
changes coming in the UK, it's not going to be an American star, but I think we see, you know, what, what EXP UK has been honored to do in the last year has been record setting. And it's just a byproduct of what Purple Brick started six years ago. Um, and, you know, the self-employment model, the personal branding, there's a lot of change coming. It may be five, 10, 15 years down the road, but it's super exciting to be even just a small part of that and to watch what you are doing with your great company. So again, thank you for your time and keep up the great work. Really, really wise words to finish up on there. Change is coming. And Barry, I just really want to thank you for your time uh, and what you've actually just shared and given away for free. If people really listened carefully and read between the lines of what you're doing, there's really a lot that people can take away to genuinely make changes on their business. And I just want to thank you for not only your time, but sharing your, your expertise and your truth and your story and being open enough to share, you know, look, you're not trying to pretend to be this perfect person. You've been very open about where you've came from and what has led to your success today. And uh, yeah, I just want to really thank you for that and your time. My pleasure. Thank you very much again. Thanks very much.